Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. All just starting out podcasters are visionaries, seeing their perfect podcast as something to architect or something to nurture and grow. The best podcasts are often made by a combination of the two. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. There are two kinds of future podcasters, planners and the impatient. Now, planners recognize the work, or at least that there is work involved in starting a podcast, and they get to planning. The impatient, however, they just want to get the show out there. Since and they're not planners, they don't know how to get the show out there. So they either wind up doing a crappy job or they wind up hiring somebody like my company. So, yeah, if that's you and impatient, by all means, get in touch. Now, assuming you, the working podcaster out here, is not among the impatient, if you were, you probably shouldn't be listening to this show. But assuming you're not, that means you're a planner. A planner of some sort. You may not recognize that you're a planner. You might not even call yourself a planner. You may think you're the opposite of a planner, but I promise you, you probably are somewhat of a planner. And planners, as far as podcasting goes, have two archetypes, either architects or gardeners. I'll explain each of those. See, when I'm working with clients who are usually impatient, I adopt the role of the architect. And as an architect, I am using their vision and shaping it into the, the building, the park, the whatever you want to think about this is. Let's, let's use a building. I'm here to craft the best building possible. And in order to craft a building, because we're not just dropping a prefabricated home on a lot, making a building, making a podcast takes lots of planning, like hours of upfront planning that can take weeks and or months just to get the planning session done. In the planning session, we're going to start detailing out segments. And also during the production process, we're detailing out the segments that will go in a show. No, it doesn't have to be a full-on variety show or sketch comedy. or doesn't matter. Every show has segments. Every podcast episode has segments. And we're going to detail all of those out when I'm playing the architect role. We're also going to script out a dozen episodes or more sometimes. The actual real words, everything being said word for word, gets scripted out when I'm in architect mode. Well before anything's ever dropped. And when I'm in architect mode, making really great content, man, it can work really Really well, highly produced, tight, exactly what the client is looking for. Everybody is happy. The audience loves it because we've done some testing in there. It's great. It's wonderful. 
they're great and all, but they don't allow for a huge amount of serendipity or in some cases, any serendipity. And at my heart, I definitely rely on serendipity more than, uh, I don't know if most people are not, but more than I would have ever expected to be, more than you might think someone who calls himself an architect might be. Because when it comes to my own projects, my own podcasting projects, I'm much more of a gardener. Now, that is not, by the way, the opposite of the architect. A gardener is still a planner. But now, as a planner of a garden, to think about the podcast as a garden, that metaphor, I'm going to plant some things and see what grows. Now, you may think that sounds like a very risky thing for an architect to do, but done properly, there's very little risk of a failed garden. I mean, things are going to grow, right? And as a good gardener, you still need to do a lot of the things an architect would do. When I'm gardening my show or I'm playing the role of a gardener on a new new show like this one, there's still a lot of planning that goes into it. Maybe not quite as much, maybe not nearly as you know many details and drawing up the lines, but we're still plotting out what the show is going to be. I still define the segments of the show, but now in a more of a gardener style, I can I can rearrange those segments as needed without much fear of the entire building collapsing. Or I can add in new segments or bits as are necessary, as long as they fit with the other segments that are already in the show. That's what a gardener would do. I still have to do a lot of templating. I, th- I think I missed talking about templating when I was in the uh, the architect stage, but templates for artwork, templates for uh for the what you call show notes, what I call in-app episode details, templates for website, templates for episode pages on websites, templates for uh, social properties, other aspects. I have to do all that still as a gardener, but again, maybe with a little less rigidity, you know, maybe not quite as tight as they were, a lot more fluidity is allowed for change. Again, as long as that change tracks back to the original planning we did of this garden as a podcast or podcast as a garden. I still have to write scripts, but instead of writing a complete script, scripts become much more of an outline oftentimes. Or sometimes it's not a script. It's just a collection of topics and angles, topics and angles I can come back to really all depends on the project I'm working with, if it's for a client or just on myself. So we can do all of that. There's, As you can see, between the two of those, there's still a lot of planning that goes on. Whether you adopt the architect or the gardener archetype when you're building your new podcast, the gardener can still make great content that is highly produced that the audience loves, just like the architect can. So the goal of this episode is for you to go back and reflect and think, which one are you? Which one do you think best fits you? And and if you're happy with that particular role, great. Keep on, keep, keep on, keep it on, as I would say. But if you're not, try the other one on for size. On your next project you're working on, think about doing it an opposite way. Now, here's one fun way to do that, the whole switching up of roles and doing things, is don't try and do it all on your own. Collaborate with a fellow podcaster on your next project, specifically a fellow podcaster who is the opposite of you. So share this episode with the people you'd like to collaborate with. Have them figure out which one they are, architect or gardener, 
And then next time your big project comes around that you have the opportunity to bring in your friends with, collaborate with someone who is opposite you, not the same, opposite of you. See how that works. You'll get a good taste and flair of how those interpersonal relationships work as you are working together towards the big podcast product. Now, if you loved what I had to say, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and buy me a virtual coffee. That is always nice. And that is it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.